Hello and welcome to Real Quick episode 91. I am here with the lovely gentlemen, as always, Tyler, Cam and George. We're going to be doing a little bit, something a little bit different today. Um, as usual, before I get into everything, please check out our Patreon, check out all the benefits. You'll see on the screen in front of you, if you are on YouTube, that we've got a whole new layout at the minute. And we also have some new logos on Spotify as well, which we did have your input for over on Twitter. And if you have any more input, things you like, things you don't like, please, please, please let us know because we are revamping everything going into the new year and trying to make as many upgrades as possible and of course thank you very very much for the recent support on the youtube spotify instagram all that good stuff the following has been going very very well um, we really really appreciate it but today what we're going to be doing is in anticipation of david fincher's the killer which has obviously just premiered at the toronto film festival recently and is releasing at the start of november on netflix and i believe a small theatrical release in the u.s uh, at the end of October, we're going to be ranking every single David Fincher film we've seen to date. Um, we're going to go same thing we always do. So for me and George, it'll be a little bit different. So me and George have rated all 11 or have watched all 11. So we'll be going from um, 11 to 6. And then after that, going for the top five in a little bit more detail, but just running through 11 to 6. And then vice versa for Tyler and Cam for how much they've seen. Um, in terms of the order, there isn't really one. So I'm going to just go over to George first because obviously you have seen all of them. And I want to know yeah. the list. Uh, thank you for picking me first. I really feel really special. No worries, man. That's fine. First off, they told me to not include it in my ranking, but I'm going to give a shout out to the Love, Death, and Robots episode, Bad Traveling. One of the best episodes, uh, you know, of that show. David Fincher doing his thing. Fantastic. At number 11, I have Aliens 3. I feel like this is not much of a surprise. Um, not great. Um, obviously, there's a lot of talk of studio interference. Bad movie. Number 10, uh, congrats on the top 10 spot. I got Mank. Um, <laughs> didn't have much of a good time with this. Uh, I just, I, I can respect its technical achievements, um, but I was bored the entire time. Yeah. Um, now, these next two movies, they're, they're ranked a bit low. Uh, and like I told you guys before we started recording this, it's just because I haven't seen them in forever. Um, so at number nine, I have The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. And at number eight, I have The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I'll rewatch them before The Killer. Uh, so they may, you know, they could go up, they can go down. But right now, I didn't really feel comfortable putting them any higher than uh, nine and eight just because I haven't seen them in a while. Um, Panic Room. I uh, think uh, is my number seven. Uh, I, I enjoy Panic Room. I think one of uh, David Fincher's more underrated films. Uh, and then number six goes to The Game, um, another one of David Fincher's most underrated films. Uh, Michael Douglas and Sean Penn just kind of putting on a masterclass uh, uh, in acting, um, and, and the movie is really solid. Yeah, I think I would have guessed that top. To be fair, I think I would have guessed your top five. Uh, Cam, do you want to give yours next? Yeah, um, so I have six rated, I believe, and then I've seen The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Mank as well, but I don't have them rated. I don't know why I didn't rate Mank. I must have forgot when it came out because um, it was like a 2020 picture. I, I liked it a lot, um, I remember. So I'll, I'll throw that at seven and I'll or I'll throw, yeah, I'll throw The gra Girl with the Dragon Tattoo at eight just because I don't remember that one as much and then Mank at seven. Um, and then starting off with movies I have rated, then uh, at six, I guess that's where I'm ending this little section, I guess. Um, six, the game, a 74 out of 100. I, th I think it's fine, but I wasn't, I wasn't all into it as much as, uh, as much as most. I feel like 74 is not bad. It's still three and a half out of five, but. Are uh, we all going to have the top same five? I feel probably, like we are. probably, yeah. man, if I, could have, if I could have fight club out of mine, I would, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> 
Tyler, you want to give your... I don't know how many you've rated, actually. Yeah, so I, I've rated six. So I have not seen Alien 3. I've not seen the game. Not seen Panic Room. Have not seen The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That's on my list this week to watch, actually. The, the original trilogy as well as Fincher's remake. Yeah. Um, and then I have not seen Mank. So the rest I've seen. Uh, so, yeah, my number six, because then we're going to leave the top five. Number six, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I think it's a fine movie. A lot of people go to bat. I've seen a lot of people when I talk about this movie go to bat for it, saying like they love this movie. And I just don't really. I mean, more movies are subjective. I just don't really get where people would get like a massive love for this movie from. I think it's fine. Um, obviously, you got when you got Blanchett and Brad Pitt working together, it's pretty easy to have a strong movie with those two great performances. Uh, they were great as always, but yeah, I don't know. I just didn't get much from Curious Case Benjamin Button. I still gave it a three point five though. I gave it a six point seven out of ten. But that's where my number six is. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, my, my, my 11 and 10 are the same as George's, so 11, Alien 3. I don't hate it. I don't think it's, like, terrible, but it, like George said, it was very much a studio interference film, similar to, like, Lynch's Dune, for example. My 10 is going to be Mank, same as George again. I just, yeah, I wasn't, I just wasn't a fan of it. I, I found it really tedious to sit through, to be honest. My 9 is Panic Room. It's pretty decent. This is where they kind of go up into, like, I quite like them from 9 upwards. My 8 is Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I think it's a Really good piece of storytelling, but too long and, and too much filler. And I think a lot of it could have been cut out to make a more concise story. My seven is the game. Uh, tight little thriller. I enjoy it. Some good performance, especially Michael Douglas, who I really, really like. And my six, just missing out of the top five, is The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I do think the um, original is better, but I think Fincher's take is also really, really good. And I think I actually think, George, I think you'd really like it, I feel like. If you, well, I know you said you've seen it but not for a long time. I think you'd really like it now. Uh, but let's go into the top five. George, if you want to go from your five, and then we'll go around from there. Yes, sir. My number five uh, belongs to Gone Girl, which over the last, uh, I guess, couple of months is a hot take um, to have it as low as five. Yeah, I think most people have it in the top three, I think. Yeah, a lot of people have it as like their number one Fincher, which I feel like I haven't seen until like uh, recently. Uh, but yeah, I got Gone Girl at number five. It's still a four and a half out of five. That's just kind of how highly I hold David Fincher as a filmmaker. Um, everything in my top five is above a four and a half out of five, including two five out of fives. Um, thoroughly enjoy Gone Girl. Um, I think Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike are just uh, stunningly haunting and, and, and just uh, really, you know, anxiety-driven performances. Um, haven't seen it in like two or three years, I'd say, so I'm definitely due for a rewatch. So maybe on rewatch, it'll, uh, you know, I'll raise it a little um in my ranking but right now i got gone girl at number five yeah that's fair uh come your number five yeah my number five and 84 out of 100 and i just dropped it because i always talk about this movie like i it's like on the interstellar range as me um like i i think it's fine i just don't love it as much as most people um so 84 out of 100 fight club four out of five um i enjoy it i just uh, i don't think it's fincher's best um i don't Love it as much as most, but I still think it's a very good movie. Um, shout out Helena Bottom Carter. I think she's great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like her. Club. I yeah, version. I mean, I, I haven't seen it in probably two years, and I think that's a lot just due to I didn't care to go back to it as much as most people, I would say. Yeah, I'm saying. Tyler, you need to go five? Yeah, my number five is Zodiac. Um, 
I, I think I really like this movie when I first saw it, and then I rewatched it and didn't love it as much. I, I, I mean, it's no secret. I just don't really love Mark Ruffalo, and I think I just don't really <laughs> like him in this at all. Um, this is basically like Jake Gyllenhaal's character in Zodiac is basically his like same character as Nightcrawler, but like if he was like not as much of an incel and was able to get a wife because he's still that like deranged, like quirky little odd kind of guy. Um, so yeah, he's like kind of like Nightcrawler light in this. So I, I, I think he's a really fun character in this. Robert Downey Jr. Everyone like likes to talk about him being like great in this. I, I, he was whatever. I thought he was kind of one note, just kind of like a drunk dude, um, drugged out dude. Um, but I don't know. Like Seven to me, I just found it kind of boring on rewatch. I thought the Zodiac, killing scenes. Zodiac. Zodiac. What did I say? Seven. Oh, seven. Yeah, Zodiac. Zodiac for me, I saw found it just to be a little boring on rewatch. I thought the killing scenes were like super corny, and I didn't really love how those were shot. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was a super intense, gritty thriller, but then like the killing scenes would happen and I'd almost like kind of like laugh. I'd be like, this is just, this is just a little silly. Uh, obviously the final scene is so great. Like when they're in the basement, incredible. I don't know if that's the final scene, but you know, it's towards the end. Great it's scene. Yeah. Um, love how they kind of ended it kind of like with a nod to memories of murder where they're kind of like, you know, we, we don't know the answer yet. We don't know who it is, but they kind of try to lead you on some inklings of where they think it's going to go, but obviously it wasn't solved at the time. But yeah, I don't know. Zodiac, I know a lot of people love it, but for me, when it comes to like crime mystery thrillers, it's just kind of on the boring end for me. Yeah, that's fair. I think most, I think a lot of people have Zodiac on the fifth range. So I, my five is uh, Fight Club, same as Cam. Um, I like Fight Club a lot. So I, I have everything now is a four star rover. Um, Fight Club is a four. I, I really like it. I think, I think it does a really good job. I think Fincher's ability to create an atmosphere and, and to create a thrilling experience is is unrivaled by most. I think some of the commentary gets a bit lost in it. I don't know if it really knows where it wants to go. And I think the ending was kind of predictable at the time when I first watched it, but I do think it's really good. I, I think, I think it's a good take on consumerism on toxic masculinity. And I think that Pitt and um, Edward Norton are both great. And Helena Bonham Carter is also fantastic as Cam said. Um, but I, yeah, I do like Fight Club a lot, but it's certainly nowhere near my, my um, favorite Fincher by any means. Uh, George four. Uh, yeah, four, uh, Zodiac won't touch on it too much because that's, uh, that's what Tyler just wrote, uh, touched on. Um, I love, uh, Zodiac. Uh, if I had to say, this is probably right there with the social network as my most rewatched David Fincher film. Um, I used to be like overly obsessed with it. Um, like when I was like just entering my film journey in like college, I used to think this was like the greatest movie ever. Um, still think it's really solid. Still four and a half out of five for me. Um, but yeah, like Tyler said, I think some of the killing scenes can come off a little corny here and there. Um, I think the movie is just overly long and can drag at times. Um, obviously big Jakey G guy, uh, love Robert Downey Jr. In this movie. Um, it's very gritty, uh, which is where I think, um, David Fincher is just kind of at his best, um, when he's doing like a darker story and trying to tell it in a very haunting way. Um, yeah, got Zodiac at four. It's a four and a half out of five. Yeah, I I love David Fincher from here on out. Like my top four of his, I love them all. Uh, 92 out of 100, I have seven. One thing I hate, I hate that it's actually like the V is the seven. So when you search seven, it doesn't come up. So that pisses me off first off. Uh, But I love seven. Uh, It does, it does fall into my category of it loses five points for having uh, he who shall not actually be named because he sucks. Um, No, it doesn't actually lose five points for that, but I almost made that a rule in my in my review. I remember you speaking about that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that dude sucks. But uh, intense, gripping. Shout out, uh, shout out, Brad Pitt. He's fantastic in this one. It's one of my favorite roles of his. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this movie. I think 
I, I don't know if there's a whole lot to say. Like, obviously, it's one of his most intense movies, I think, and one of his most brutal, um, in my opinion. But I, I think the way David Fincher just holds you in or pulls you in and then holds your captivity is, is very, very strong. Um, I think he's a fantastic movie. Nice. Tyler, four. Yep. Uh, same for me. Seven is that number four for me. It, it, it's one similar to Zodiac, honestly, which is kind of a trend Ooh. with David Fincher in general for me. When I first watched it, I really loved it. And then I rewatched it a couple years later. I was like, eh, I mean, it's still really good, but I just wasn't gripped as much as the first time. It's tough. Cause like when you have big plot twist reveal type movies, it kind of loses some of the gravity on rewatch and like obviously fight club um, and seven are big, like, you know, kind of twist. I guess Gone Girl kind of like, not really a twist, but just kind of like the whole movie's a big twist, I guess. But I feel like it kind of just loses a bit of the weight on rewatch for those. Um, but Seven, yeah, it was good. I, I like it. It just wasn't my favorite venture for sure. It's a 7.6 for me. Yeah, so I have the same as both of you. Uh, I have Seven. That's a, f- a fourth place. I think Seven's good. I'm the same as Tyler where I like, I used to like it a lot more. And then I, I kind of rewatched it fairly recently. And I was like, yeah, it's good. I still enjoy it. I think that, the second night, it's kind of meanders a lot and doesn't really do anything for me. Um, I do really like the ending, um, as a lot of people speak about. I think, like George said, Fincher is at his best when he utilizes the the gritty aspects and really goes deep and doesn't pull any punches with the imagery, which he definitely doesn't with this. I like Seven a lot. Um, it's a four star for me, so it's still you know really really highly rated. But I definitely don't like it now as much as I used to, which uh, exactly the same as, as Tyler said. Um, but yeah, into the top three, George. Yeah, my number three uh, belongs to Fight Club. Um, I'm too film bro to not have this in my top three. I thought that would be one, honestly. Oh, two. <laughs> Maybe two. Uh, it, it, honestly, I, I mean, spoiler alert on my second pick is seven. Um, I go back and forth on those two all the time. So, like, I could rewatch seven, like, tomorrow, and it'll be... I like that, Tyler. Or... Good what? joke. Did you spoiler alert? I put up the spoiler alert real quick. Just spoiler. Oh. <laughs> I saw I it. I saw it. I like the joke. Sorry. Um, but yeah, my number three and two are very interchangeable. But I got Fight Club at, at three right now. Uh, I really like it. Um, it it's, very, uh, it's very unpredictable. It's very chaotic. Um, you kind of, you know, weirdly fall in love with these characters, uh, Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. Um, and even Helena Bonham Carter, I think, puts on just a, an amazing performance. Um, still remains one of, like, the most, like, what the fuck just happened moments in movies that I've ever watched towards the end. Um, I, I think it's just like a brilliant wrap up of this film. You know, it's so, it's so uncertain and, and you're always kind of guessing throughout the movie and the ending just doesn't hold back from continuing to like make you question reality and kind of what's going on with these characters. Um, so I absolutely love it for that. Uh, sits at my number three right now, but like I said, I could watch it tonight and maybe it'll be number one. Yeah, uh, my number three. Uh, is, oh, oh. Also, now that we've all said it, uh, we should have just like not said the title for Fight Club and been one of those guys. Uh, but sorry, <laughs> been one of those people. Uh, but uh, my number. Sorry, really. Uh, my number three is uh, Zodiac. It's a movie opposite of what you guys said. Like, on rewatch, I loved it even more. I'm a big Mark Ruffalo guy. I know, I know, or maybe not a huge Mark Ruffalo guy, but I like him a lot. I know you guys don't um i do a lot yeah that. yeah i think seth does i'm more so meant tyler and then kind of george as well um but yeah i like him in this i think robert downey is as good as he ever is in this maybe not as good as he is as strauss but like i think he's very good in this uh obviously jake jill and all uh very 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 fantastic it's intense it's thrilling like i just get sucked in every time it's long i'm not uh, i'm not gonna doubt that but i think every time i see it i'm just 
a more and more of a fan of it. I've only watched it. Actually, I seen, think I've seen it three times at this point. So all of its I, I really enjoyed it. Like they're all. Yeah, I, I'm kind of on the opposite side of Tyler, where I think for most of these, from Stephen Zodiac and then on, what my two and one are, I think every time I rewatch them, I like them more. Um, but yeah, big fan of Zodiac. Yes, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, my number three is Gone Girl. Um, a lot of it's honestly just elevated by I think Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike are just so great in it. Their performances are incredible. Um, but but the story itself, he I mean he he was working with good source material in terms of that book was like I remember in high school that book just had everyone in a chokehold. Everyone's reading Gone Girl all the time. So when the movie came out, it was a big deal. Uh, I really like it. I've seen it twice now. I saw it like initially when it came out because like my football coach, weirdly enough, I vividly remember him like practice was over. Like it was a day, two days. And he's just like, y'all ever seen Gone Girl? And we're all like, no. He's like, watch Gone Girl. I'm like, okay, I'll watch Gone Girl. Um, yeah, great movie. Uh, it's a 8.8 for me. So it's, it's definitely a big step up for me over seven in Zodiac. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with, I think George said it, where it's like, I feel like now, Recently, I've been seeing a lot of people say Gone Girl. Like, if you don't think it's like his best movie, it's kind of like a crazy take, which is just something more recently I've started to see. But I don't know. I really like Gone Girl. I think some people are more divisive on it, but I really like it. It's my third. That's fair. So my my number three is Zodiac. Um, I will say I haven't seen this like in, in like a year or so, but I I really like Zodiac. I think Zodiac for me kind of uses the time really well, and I have seen it a couple of times. And I think I'm similar to Camera. I've liked it more actually each time. I really, really enjoy the mystery side of it. I think there's some sequences, like the basement sequence that Tyler mentioned, that are so thrilling and iconic. And I think Zodiac was similar to what George said, one of the films I watched when I was younger that I really, really loved. And I, I still do now. I think it it really works on both delivering like a, a devastating and, and dark mystery and, and, and having kind of this enigmatic approach, similar to what Memories of Murder did, like Tyler mentioned. Um, I think, obviously, the acting performances. You know, I'm not like a, I'm not a, a Mark Ruffalo. I don't hate Mark Ruffalo like you. I... I like him. I think it's fine. I think I know what you mean when you say he's quite one Boo, fuck uh, Mark Ruffalo. I don't, I, he's not bad. I think he's <laughs> fine. I think he does. I think he can do certain roles quite well, but he is just annoying in other roles. I think he's fine. Um, the J.J. Hall especially really stands out, and I think the acting performances are really good, and I think this is Fincher's best. I think the work behind the camera in this one is the best for me out of all of his films. Um, and I do think that in Fincher's films, especially the, the actual visual approaches are, are really, really Stunning, probably the best part of his films, in my opinion, anyway. Uh, so Zodiac is my number three. George, number two. Number two, yeah. And if you guys saw my text, I'm going to give my two and one real quick because then I got to hop out real quick because I got to go see Wedding Venues of Victoria. Um, but yeah, my number two is Seven. Uh, I know Tyler wasn't too high on it on rewatch, but that's a movie that for me still just holds up like fucking crazy. Um, I, I absolutely adore the, the dark, gritty... Um, you know, brutally, I guess, realistic detective vibes. Um, obviously, Matt Reeves pulled a lot of infra inspiration from that movie when making the Batman, and obviously, I love the Batman. Um, Do you? So, I, I, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. For he sure. made a guest appearance on your TikTok this week. Oh, shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, my number one is the Social Network, which I'm pretty sure I is, this is going to be old. is it everyone's number one i think yeah i'm pretty sure it's wild a, i think to most people because i think like one of the that's gonna be like the only only number one filmmakers film that we have to agree on right and, and that's kind of rare because it's like you know compared to like seven fight club yeah um Gone girl it's lower rated than all of them on like letterbox i'm assuming yeah. that's kind of same rare. with imdb it's same not it's IMDb. like oh, his fourth okay. highest yeah yeah exactly. Yeah. but um 
but yeah, I mean, one, I'd love to dive deeper into that if there are any other filmmakers that we all agree have like a consensus best movie. But yeah, Social Network no, is my. I don't think it. it yeah, I don't think like it happens. Um, but yeah, Social Network is definitely my number one. Um, just beating a dead horse. It's it's one of the best written movies. It's one of the best uh, displays of dialogue driven storytelling. Obviously, at this point. Um, you know, I'll, uh, is at the cleaners with my Prada and my fuck you flip flops. It's been memed so often. Um, but like, it's still just so goddamn good. Like, I know it's been memed, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Andrew Garfield probably should have won best supporting actor for this role. Um, I believe this was the year Joffrey Rush won for, uh, for the King's speech. Um, but yeah, it's it's such an amazing movie. It's easily my most rewatched David Fincher film. Every time I watch it, I'm just like enthralled by this story. Um, and uh, you know, there's the these there's a lot of Oppenheimer comparisons, obviously, and I think it's a big reason why, you know, Seth Oppenheimer is maybe your favorite Nolan. Same with you, Tyler. Maybe this Prestige is still number one. I don't one, know if but, Oppenheimer. I don't actually know my favorite Nolan anymore. I, but I yeah, every, everyone's like, know. "Wow, I'm surprised at how much I love Oppenheimer." And I'm like, "Okay, but you love the Social Network, so it's not like that weird." Um, but yeah, I, so I got um, seven at two and Social Network at one. Nice. And Come gentlemen, in. I will head out and I will speak to you all tomorrow. Bye bye. Bye, Thank sir. You. Uh, my number two is is Gone Girl. Basically gives away our, my number one. But uh, yeah, Gone Girl, I absolutely love. So the last two are five out of fives for myself. Gone Girl, a 96 out of 100. Um, one of the most intense movies I've ever seen. Um, I'm sure there are a lot, but I that I can't, can't think of right now, I'm sure that that's up there. I think I watched this for the first time like last year with Emma. Um, she really liked it. I think um but yeah fantastic movie like you guys said Rizman Pike and uh, Ben Affleck are amazing in it um just intense brutal uh like Tyler said great uh uh source material to pull off of but I think what David Fincher did is absolutely fantastic with it it's one of my favorites um so yeah gone girl interesting Tyler yeah, my number two is Fight Club. It's a five star for me right now, but it's one of those that I haven't thought about it in a long time, so it might might be lowered down to four point five. Um, it's one of those movies that it's a formative movie for a lot of teenage men, for better or for worse. But it's 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 also one of those movies like American Psycho that's just completely been taken mm. by the wrong crowd. That's like is basically like the. It's it's like basically like if Don't Look Up like if if har- hardcore Republicans favorite movies Don't Look Up people be like you're missing the point here they, they like, missed the point of Fight yeah. Club so <laughs> and that's kind of what happens with Fight Club and American Psycho, um, <laughs> but I mean I still think it is great for what it is like I, it's a five star like if I drop it down to four point five it'll go from like a nine point six like a nine point four like I'm not saying I dislike the movie I think Brad Pitt and Ed Norton I didn't even really re- I mean I should I'm like an idiot for not realizing but until we did this rankings now I kind of didn't realize like how much Brad Pitt and Dave Fincher crossover there was. They've worked together about like four or five movies. Um, but yeah, Ed Norton, Brad Pitt, Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter. You guys have already all said it. I just think it's a great movie. Ending is wild. Where is my mind? Needle drop is just epic. Um, but yeah, just uh, not really much yet to add to the conversation about Fight Club. Yeah. So my, my number two is Gone Girl, same as Cam. Um, wait, Cam, what did you have three again? I had Zodiac at three. Uh, what did you have four? Uh, uh, seven, seven, seven. five. Gone. Or sorry, Fight Club. Fight Club. We have the same top five. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Seth, Seth, and I just 
on it today, right? With the yeah. half stars and this. We're, we're <laughs> so on my, it. my second is, is Gone Girl, like I said. I think, I think Gone Girl is a really interesting. I don't actually know much about the book. I've never read it or anything like that. But I think it's a really, really interesting film on, on relationships, manipulation, misogyny. I think it works really on all fronts due to Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike being so efficient and so great at their roles. I think it's thrilling. I think it's I think it's so open to interpretation, especially within the ending. And I think it's just such a I don't know, Gongo was like one of the films like that really got me into to film when I was younger. I remember this coming out and being so excited by it and being so I remember just being walking out of the cinema when I first saw it and feeling just like a sense of euphoria. I think Gongo was like that for me. I will say on rewatch, it doesn't hold up like quite as well for me. It's still like a 4.5 out of 5, so it's still very highly rated. But I did use 7 out of 5, but I think it's a really, really good film on relationships. I think it's scary. I think it's mysterious. And I think it has the classic Fincher gritty aspects as well. Um, but yeah, our number one the social for all of us is the yeah. social, which I, I honestly, like I said, I'm surprised about because. I know it's like a film, one of the films a lot of people do have as, as number one, but it's not like it's highest rated by any means. I just think it's so it's so well written, which is obviously from primarily Aaron Sorkin's script, I think it is as well, which obviously yep. is a massive help to that. But I think it's so crazy how something that is completely dialogue driven about Facebook and about the building of that can be so exciting. And that's part yeah. of the way it's edited as well. Like it's so enthralling. It goes back and forth, back and forth. And I think not only that, but it's just perfectly cast. Like Jesse Eisenberg is just the perfect uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and the same with I can't mm. even remember um, Andrew Garfield's name. Eduardo Eduardo Savage. Eduardo Savage. Yeah, and I think and with Justin Timberlake as well, which is such a weird casting at the time. I think that works really, really well in the favor. Mm. Um, yeah, I think like you know, Cam, I'll go to you first, but yeah, Social Network is definitely my number one, and it has been for like a while. Like this is like for me, a really far ahead number one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is my favorite of his by far, I think. Yeah, I think I, the social network for me is in like my top 40 movies all time. It's in my I think top it's, 40 or 50, I think. Yeah, I think it's I think it would be my number one screen pit, screenplay. I know you guys did that last week or two weeks ago, I guess technically. Yeah. Um, and I, I wasn't able to join that episode, but I think this would be my number one. I think this might be David Fincher's most intense movie like just from the writing without uh without like murder and death you know like it's impressive how intense he makes this movie um army hammer sucks ass like i think he's a horrible person maybe he should be on the list of like people who are not aimed but like fantastic. you know when i first uh, watched it i actually thought they were twins i'm sure yeah no i i swear i swear they were twins and then i realized yeah. it's him playing both characters which is just an awesome like choice um yeah overall i just love this movie um i've watched it like i watched it for the first time probably two years ago and i've watched it like five times now um I, I think it's awesome it's obviously known for the my hoodie or my product of the cleaner along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops um that that scene is so damn good though like it gets memed um and it should but it's so fucking good man that whole scene um yeah it's awesome and then also yeah he broke computers remember that like fun fact he, he broke a bunch of computers and behind actual the scenes computers. yeah crazy. yeah broke actual computers so there you go um, it'll always be my number one yeah, that's part of the reason why I want to move Fight Club down from a five is because, like Seth said, The Social Network is my number one, but I like such a big margin. Like, none of his movies even come close. Like, I would rewatch The Social Network in a heartbeat 11 times in a row than rewatching any of his other films even once. Like, Social Network is so great. The casting, you guys already mentioned, like the top build people, but even like Brenda Song is like the crazed girlfriend of Andrew Garfield, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, 
Rashida Jones was like the interrogator was great. All the interrogators and Lydia. Shout out, uh, shout out Melissa Benoist. I think she plays his girlfriend at the very start, and she's super. No, cool no, on no. That's, that's, that's no, I'm thinking Mara. Whiplash. I'm thinking yeah. Whiplash. Shout that's out Kate, Kate Mara. Uh, Mara. Is it Rooney Mara? No, it's Rooney Mara. Yeah, I was thinking Whiplash. Never mind. Ignore yeah, me. They both but, have like girlfriends at the very start that they break up. Yeah, with. which obviously probably I, I'm sure because she had such a minor role. I'm sure it was the girl with the dragon tattoo connection where Fincher's like, oh, you want to come do this movie also? Because she was obviously a pretty large actress to just be like in for just like a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the entire cast was just just done perfectly. Uh, Trent Reznor's score, incredible. You already talked about Aaron Sorkin's writing. Um, always like to just add in that fun fact that like there was no no changes in the script. So obviously like big thing with obviously pay your writers big uh, with the writer strike is people saying like, oh, why can't movies and shows go on if it's already written? Well, that's because I was going to say 99.9, but literally 100 percent of shows and movies are like rewritten, changed. Things are tweaked to the script during production. The Social Network is one of like one of like probably like, five movies ever made where it's just nothing's changed once it's submitted they're like this is perfect not even going to improvise a single line um yeah it's just it's just so good man and it took took a lot of uh like a lot of biopics since to take an inspiration from it i mentioned oppenheimer on the poster you know the poster with the slogan on where it says 500 million friends Mm. loads of posters tried to replicate that style i think the poster is really cool with like internet browsers got facebook on the side Mm. it's really really cool yeah yeah But uh, I also think, like, I feel like part of the inspiration, I, I noticed when I was watching Amadeus, I feel like it was a similar style to that. So I feel like I wonder, because obviously Amadeus is the story of Mozart's life, but you start the movie, you're like, oh, wow, this isn't even be told from his perspective. It's from, like, an outsider's perspective that's, like, reminiscing on the events. And I feel like kind of similar vibe here where it's, like, it's kind of told through the courtroom litigations. But, yeah, I mean, this is just, like, so clear of every other Fincher film for me. It's just one of my favorite of all time. It's a 10 out of 10. Like, easily for for probably five years of my life like when people ask like oh what's your favorite movie like and you had to give a default answer this was my default answer and it's still one of my favorites like it's just so so good yeah it's an amazing film question for you guys before we finish because i know people speak about this does it if you did like a director ranking would it i know this isn't directing but what does it put fincher down a level because he doesn't write his own films i see people tell on twitter a lot no. you just not regard it not for, not, not for me. I like when people know their strengths and don't try and work on, don't try and do something that they're not good at. I feel like it's, it's important to flex your strengths while also understanding your weaknesses. Um, so yeah. just being like, yeah, just, I, I like that he gives other writers, he can focus on the directing aspect. Yeah, I agree. But that's been our Fincher ranking anyway. So we all had the same number one, which very, very surprising. We will end the video there, of course, as usual. Thank you very much for the supports recently. Um, thank you for all the supports on the Patreon. It's just me and, me and Tyler now. Maybe we should like you know chill for a bit, Tyler. Have you seen Mindhunter? Mindhunter? No, I haven't actually because I know people keep telling me to watch mm-hmm. that on on. Is it Netflix? Yes. They so just cancelled it, didn't they? The yeah, we'll season. give a shout out to that. So yeah, as, as there's two seasons, and it's one of those that like people have hold, held out hope for getting renewed forever. He was also the executive producer on House of Cards, which I still have never seen the final nice. season because obviously the whole Kevin Spacey stuff came out and threw a wrench into their plans for that show. But everything leading up to the final season, I thought was great. So pretty much everything he touches does pretty well. I've never hated anything from Fincher, but obviously I haven't seen some of his lower rated works. Yeah, but, yeah it's funny because like I don't. I don't regard Fincher as near one of my favorite directors, but then when I look at my ranking, my ratings, it's pretty positive for the most part. Mostly like 3.5s, 4s, mm-hmm. and a couple of 4.5s in there, and then 1.5 social network. So mm-hmm. for the most part, it's actually pretty positive. I just, 
a lot of his films that really work really well, a lot of other people don't work for me, like a Seven or a Fight Club or a Curious Cave of Benjamin Button or a Girl with Dragon Tattoo. I just like, them. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's never like I love them. But I think he works, he does, like you said, he works really well with his strengths and he works to mm-hmm. them really well. And he created the projects he creates, he is a very consistent director. And I am, I am looking forward to seeing um, The Killer as well. Yeah, where do you think they'll stack up for you if you had to predict? Uh, if I had to guess. I think maybe I'm going to say like seventh and that would be between the girl with the dragon tattoo and the game. Okay. So like a four star. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this to be like pessimistic. I'm just saying it because I mean, in my track record, I'm vintage pretty clear. Like I'm a little lower than most people. I think a four star is probably the peak of what I can expect from the killer. And that's just to be fair to myself. I don't want to go in thinking I'm going to see yeah, five. Yeah. If it is great, but I'm not expecting for me personally, anything over a four star I, worries me when I see a trailer. That's so great. And a poster that's so great. Cause I, I feel like it's rare to pull off the trifecta of a great poster, a great trailer really and then an actual great movie. So think yeah. if it's a great movie, we'll see. Uh, I know you said it kind of got mostly positive, but semi mixed reactions out of its premiere. It's, like, it's weird because it's not like a polarizing, you know, like, it's not like a Babylon, for example, mm-hmm. it's more like a, everyone is like you what i've seen like a 3.5 or 4 so it's good but it's not overwhelmingly positive but it's not also massively negative which almost makes me more pessimistic do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i prefer to watch something that's got loads of one stars and loads of fives mm-hmm. like oh where will i land like like a babylon or like a bow is afraid but this mm-hmm. is kind of where i think most people are just kind of recognize it as a good film but not his best yeah. so i'm anticipating that i think i'll really like it but i don't think it'll be you know near the top end maybe like right. three five four because kind of that usually mean when you get reviews like that that usually means they might have played it a little more safe than you were hoping to see them do yeah, yeah exactly taking risk but yeah. yeah i don't know I'm, I'm excited for it um We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Michael Fassbender should be great in that role. Um, the trailer I thought was phenomenal. Like the, the yeah, music, sure. the vibes. Poster's pretty sick. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. That's been our Fincher episode, of course. Thank you, like I said before, to everyone who's been supporting us. We really, really appreciate it. And make sure to give us feedback on the designs as well. Um, we're all there. We're going to be posting things on Twitter. We really appreciate it. And as the comment says at the bottom, leave a like and comment if you were enjoying the episode. And also let us know your top three Fincher films as well. And of course, subscribe. It's like a it's like I'm reading a, t- a teleprompter. Teleprompter. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, we appreciate you all being here, and um, we will speak to you soon with a lot more content coming out.